We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news articles and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 10.20 a.m. Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all our resources about the culture's influence on our kids, our faith, and our freedom. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today we are going to circle back, as the saying goes, to the recent election in November and talk to someone who had some very interesting experiences with that election, who ran for the school board locally in Hilliard, a suburb of Columbus, which many of you will know. And we're going to talk about how all that went and what she learned in the process. Lisa B. Chafee is a single mom who ran for school board in 2021 in Hilliard because she wanted to do something about the critical race theory, SEL issues in the school, as well as bring some accountability to the current school board. Lisa did not win. However, it did not slow her down, which could all be to Ohio's benefit because she is now serving as the Ohio Director of Parents' Rights and Education and also the head of the Hilliard Area Republican Club. Welcome, Lisa, to Mission America Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. So glad to have you on today. You and I have connected recently and have so many things in common here. And I want you to just walk people through what you made you decide to run for the school board. Well, like a lot of parents, uh, COVID kind of peeled back the curtain 
for COVID, uh, what was happening in the schools, and I was seeing things that uh, just blew my mind. And I met with a group of other parents here in Hilliard, and uh, we decided, hey, you know, we need to put up some conservative candidates. And so myself, along with Beth Murdoch and Zach Borsch, decided to run together as a slate of three. Um, and Zach and Beth actually won the election. And um, it, it was an interesting campaign, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, it just, I met some really incredible people, but I was also the victim of uh, some really mean bullies, for lack of a better word. Um, I had people calling my employer, trying to get me fired, vehicle vandalized by stealing my campaign magnet. Um, and of course, you know, it's being completely uh, trashed on Facebook. So wow. that's, that's what got us started. And we ended up, at least two of us, getting on. And, and as you mentioned in the introduction, uh, I'm actually going to be able to accomplish more by not being on the board. So a lot of good things coming down the pike. Yeah, and you and I, you know, I'm, I'm affiliated with Protect Ohio Children, uh, Mission America is, and uh, you're – Ohio Parents' Rights in Education, we are all sort of in the same family. We are all um, working toward the same goal. Tell us specifically what Parents' Rights in Education can do in equipping people who may want to run for a school board or equipping parents. Uh, Tell us what you hope to achieve with that. Well, for one thing, we can help educate um, on what's really happening and provide the uh, support that the candidates will need, um, help prepare them to deal with the negative things that happen. Um, there are things that, uh, you know, the ugly side of, of campaigns that uh, I was completely naive about for a school board race, especially. Um, it, it's very difficult you know, when you're just a parent just trying to, you know, do what's best for your kids and, and the other children in the district. And uh, so Parents' Rights in Education is a national organization uh, that values students, wants to empower parents, and enlighten the communities on what's actually happening. So with our vast network across the country, we can help these candidate, future candidates really be more better prepared and more effective as a school board member. And your website is – give us your website. It's parents rightsined.org is the national webpage. We're also on Facebook by state. Uh, so on Facebook, you'll find us under the Ohio chapter of Rights and Education. Okay. And so will you be doing things like endorsing candidates or not? Yes, we can endorse candidates. But, uh, I'll also be doing that through the Hilliard Republican Club as well. We'll, we'll be looking at that, um, kind of working hand-in-hand with both both clubs to help identify the candidates and then endorse the ones that embrace those values that we hold dear. And um, so, yeah, we will be doing that. So if somebody wanted to get hold of you uh, to learn more about this process, to learn more about your organizations, either one of those, uh, how would they do that? Uh, the best way is going to be to find me on Facebook through Ohio Parents' Rights and Education and message me there, and then we can meet up then and discuss things. And it's or Lisa. 
Yeah, Lisa B. Chafee. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I talked over you there. No, you're fine. Yeah, spell your last name for everybody. That's what I was trying to get uh, out of. C-H-A-F-F, as in Frank, E-E. Okay, Chafee. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so tell us about the issues that motivated you to get involved. I mean, what were the things that you said your eyes were open and you saw some horrendous things, so what were some of those? Oh, yes. Um, I actually started seeing posts from parents on Facebook, and when I started the group, uh, they started reaching out to me about things such as uh, one teacher in particular trying to convince girls who say they're tomboys that they're transgender, mm-hmm. uh, forcing uh, students to identify their gender, which that none of the teacher's business. Um during the height of the BLM riots and that movement, um, many parents reached out to me and said their child's teacher was pushing the whole Black Lives Matter agenda, white people are the oppressors, and things like that, not to mention materials, that the assignments that they were giving the students. That was issue number one um, and two, actually, between the CRT and the SEL. But um, the main motivator was not being heard by the school board, uh, the current school board that is leaving. Um, when we went to board meetings uh, in person or on, on Zoom and would talk about our concerns, and there was no feedback from the board. It was like they already had their mind made up. didn't matter what we said. They were going to do what they wanted to do. So it's the rubber stamp approach to uh, leading a school district. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's why a lot of people are getting involved, and that's that's the uh, issue. Now, have you seen much on the social emotional learning issue? I mean, that's a hard one. It's kind of like nailing Jello to a wall, as people say. But um, but it's out there, and it's a framework that em- em- embraces the gender issue and the LGBTQ things. It embraces critical race theory. It embraces so many of the left social issues. Are you seeing things that are like student surveys and the things that they they use for that? Yes. Uh, The Panorama survey was given this semester, and many of the questions that I was able to see um, were dealing with that sort of thing. And um, it's very – it's scary. Um, And one of the biggest complaints that I have is if – and not just myself, but even some teachers I've talked to, is that if a student comes up and says, hey, I think I might be transgender, uh, or I want to be called by a different pronoun, the teachers are not allowed, they're literally forbidden to contact the child's parents. And And many of them, now some of them are not doing this, but there's quite a few of them that are, that are actually encouraging the child to embrace the transgender lifestyle and pursue that, and and that's that's not what they're trained to do. That's not what they should be doing. Um, and what's really scary to me is that the the rationale behind them not allowing them to contact the parents is they're afraid that well, what if the child says to mom and dad, "Hey, I'm going to be transgender," and the parent beats the crap out of the child or sends them to um, a conversion therapy program rather than 
thinking, well, wait a minute, this is the child. We're not co-parenting with them. These are the child's parents, and they need to know what's going on with their child. And they're forgetting the possibility that, well, what if the parent embraces the child and says, hey, let's figure this out. Right. The, the the approach is so often that parents are automatically suspect, they're automatically the enemy, and um, that something drastic is going to happen to the child, whereas it could be what you're saying, any of the possibilities, or it could be that the parent says, we want to talk you out of that and are able to get to the bottom of whatever it is that's sending a child down that road because there's never nobody's ever born this way so somebody has persuaded this child or they are it's meeting some other psychological need so parents can reach their children and guess what that is the the parents rights uh to do that and that's what you guys are standing up for is that right exactly yes exactly right so okay you said the opposition when you ran for school board, did not play fairly. Were you aware, you know, the thing I always get um, is that the other side will say, oh, but the conservatives, we, or there were so many dirty tricks the conservatives played. Were you aware of any dirty tricks that were played by those running on the conservative side? None, because it was actually just me, Zach and Beth, on the conservative side against five Democratic candidates. And the three of us were very, as a matter of fact, there's even an instance where I wanted to run a negative ad, um, truthful but negative, and my slate mates wouldn't let me do it. We completely played by the book, and we treated every candidate the way we wanted to be treated with respect. Now, if, if people wanted to run for school board, what are the couple of things you would tell them right off the board, right off the bat? And uh, again, let me just tell you, we only have about a minute and a half until we take a break. But we're talking, folks, with Lisa Chafee, who is the Ohio Director of Parents' Rights in Education. That's parentsrightsined.org. So go ahead and tell us a couple of things you would tell someone. Uh, First and foremost, start as early as as possible with your campaign. Uh, From the moment you decide you are actually on campaign mode and you need to act that way, surround yourself with people who know what they're doing. Raise lots of money because it is not cheap. And know for certain the issues that you want to run on. Those are the number one thing, uh, top five things to run on. To be prepared, do you think people, I should say. Do you think people should shy away from running on outright conservative issues? Do you think that's a good idea these days? I, it sounds like it is. No, because if you do that, then you're succumbing to the left. And we have been the silent majority for too long. And there are more people on the conservative side than what people realize. As a matter of fact, even though we had eight candidates running, I came in seventh. But I individually have more votes than the average school board election has overall. So yeah. there are a lot of conservative people out there. We, the only way you're going to reach them is by standing up and fighting for those issues. Yeah, that's right. We need to we need to be out front on this. Friends, we're talking today with Lisa Chafee, who is a single mom who ran for the school board in Hilliard and uh, as a slate of three. 
And while she did not win, we're all blessed by the fact that she's now leading the Ohio uh, chapter of the Parents' Rights in Education, a national organization, which is parentsrightsined.org and also on Facebook if you'd like to connect with her and find out what is involved in running for a school board seat. She can tell you as what's involved in running as a conservative. This is Linda Harvey on Mission America. Stay with us. We will be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And today we are circling back as uh, a very, very famous person, wise person, also in communications field, but totally on the opposite plane of where we are, uh, says all the time, uh, we're going to circle back to the November election. We're talking with someone who ran for the school board in Hilliard, locally in Columbus, and uh, at a slate of three people. Two, two of the conservatives won, and our guest did not, but she went on to bless Ohio by being the director now of um, the Ohio chapter of Parents' Rights in Education, and her name is Lisa Chafee, and you can also find her on Facebook, and she's also head of the Hilliard Area Republican Club. Lisa, let's move a little bit into um, state, national, and or state, and maybe local politics in 2022. Mm-hmm. As we're looking down the road here, May is the primary uh, in in Ohio. What are some of the things you're looking for uh, in the next year? What are your What are some of your hopes for the Republicans? Well, for one thing, my hope is for Republicans to unite. Um, We are somewhat fractured in between the moderate Republicans and the far-right Republicans. And we all need to remember that we're all Republican and we need to work together. Uh, My hope as far as candidates who are elected, they will stand very tall and proud in support of the values that we hold in protecting our children and protecting our rights as parents and as citizens, as well as upholding the Constitution. Yes, absolutely. Uh, my hope, you know, for these same candidates is that they will not duck out on the social issues. That is always where they run conservative and they get in there and their votes become rhino votes. And it's like, are you kidding me? Do you not understand that it's the social conser- social progressives that are pushing all the other radical stuff. So that's just my little two cents worth here. Okay, you, one of the things on your page for Ohio at parentsrightsined.org, the Parents' Rights in Education page, you're saying that one of the things you're hoping for is there are no classroom displays of flags or other symbols representing cultural um, and political ideology, and that, that politics will be kept out of the classroom. What were some of the things you were seeing in Hilliard, and what should we expect teachers to do? Well, first of all, we should expect teachers to go into the classroom and leave their personal ideology at the door. No student should ever know what their teacher's political ideology is, and it doesn't matter if you're on the left or the right. Um 
they need to be able to present both sides of every story and teaching the kids how to think, not what to think. Uh, some things that we have seen are uh, assignments that are completely biased, leaning to the left. Uh, I have not seen any examples of any teachers leaning to the right in their assignments, but uh, it, it's just it's crazy what they're doing, and the kids feel like that have I've spoken with that they have to pretend to agree with the teacher, or they're, they're afraid they're going to get a bad grade, and. Or even worst case scenario for an almost high school graduate to get a ding on a college uh, recommendation from that teacher because they don't agree with them. So we need to keep it uh, simple and present facts, not opinions from the teachers and let the kids form their own opinions from all the facts. Yes, you know, there's so much emphasis now on diversity, inclusion and equity diversity, equity, and inclusion, and it's so ironic because you see so little of that uh, when it comes to any traditional, conservative, patriotic American beliefs, or, and certainly not in a, in much embrace of anything that would be a Judeo-Christian faith and anything like that. It's, it's as if everybody's running away from that, and that's supposed to be inclusive and equitable. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, It's very scary to me um, that children who are the lighter shade, who are Christians, are walking into the school and afraid to be who they are, express who they are, because they are deemed as the devil incarnate simply based on the color of their skin. And or um, there's instances where children who uh, I've had a couple reach out to me that they were bullied by members of the GSA club because they're straight. Mm -hmm. So we're not teaching character. We're not teaching respect. And if you're not doing that, then you're not teaching diversity. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge lie. There is not diversity because as you're saying, you're not the first person to tell me that the empowered, um, LGBTQ kids now in many schools feel like they can run all over the conservative or the sort of traditional type kids, and there is no accountability for them, whereas the bullying on the other side would be an, an immediate you know, suspension, um, and there should be equal treatment on all sides. Don't you agree? Oh, very much so. Very much so. Um, like I said, we need to teach respect. Um, there should, there is an, there's a bullying policy. They're anti-bullying, but they're picking and choosing who they're going to adhere to those rules based on uh, simply they're trying to not marginalize one group, but at the same time they're marginalizing another group, and right. we, we, that's just not productive in any way, shape, or form. Right. And, and some of this goes along with when you're starting to embrace things that are just not good for kids, period. You end up in a you end up defeating the purposes of what you're what you're uh, trying to do. Is there is there true racial equity in what they're looking at? Or is some is some of this going toward flat out racism in another form? And we only have about 30 seconds. Um. The intent is is genuine. I think they want to, you know, have equality and true diversity, but 
in that attempt, they're, they're going the wrong way. And as I said before, the lighter shade kids are, are being made out to be the oppressors. And so they've got to get a grip on the curriculum and what they're bringing in the classroom and modeling the very behavior that they want these kids to demonstrate. Exactly, exactly. Bit back to um, not judging people on the color of their skin. Thank you, Lisa. Lisa Chafee has been our guest today. That You can find her on Facebook under Parents' Rights in Education, Ohio. And uh, God bless you, Lisa, for what you're doing. Thank you for being on Thank today. Thank you for having me. And I urge you, friends, to become acquainted with all these issues if you are not. Also, think about if you're called to run for school board. We need conservative Christians on the school boards. And just remember, do not be afraid. Fear not and be anxious for nothing. Because with God, all things, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day.